Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Good to be here today. Pastor Battle of a Hive Love Ministry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've come today just to um, <clears throat> bring words of encouragement um, for y'all, for y'all's people, just to encourage us to just to continue to trust in Him and not um, lack trust. If we we have to remember remember that if we want to enter, enter into Yah's rest, it is for those who trust. So <clears throat> this this week's um, Message will not be on the Torah portion, but it it would it, it it'll be called um, just entering into Yah's rest. So we're gonna be just begin with a word of prayer. I'm just gonna begin to encourage you all for about thirty minutes or so, just to help you throughout your day when you're feeling discouraged, when the adversary is trying to attack your mind because of your circumstances. We 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 have to learn to trust. So let's just start off with a word of prayer. Yah, we thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Yah, for your loving kindness, for being good to us. For you are amazing. You are awesome. And we come before your presence tonight, humble, asking for forgiveness of sins, y'all, of the things that we've done intentionally and unintentionally, y'all. We ask for your mercy, ask that you just continue to be with us and keep us, help us to persevere and not get weary in well-doing. I pray, y'all, that you forgive us and that you increase our faith. Your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by your word. So we just pray for it and increase in our trust and that we can walk strong in you and in the power of your might. For you are awesome, and we praise you for our Messiah, Yeshua, who has given his life for us and has given shed his own blood on, on our behalf. And now, because of him, there is remission of sins. So we praise you, we thank you, we glorify you. We pray that you would lead us by your spirit into all truth and convict us as you said. So we, we just glorify you in Yeshua's name. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So tonight I'll be reading, I'll be reading from... Uh, numbers uh, 13 and 14 a little and also from the book of um, Hebrews chapters 3 and 4 just to encourage us a lot, a lot of people go around and because of their trials and their, te their tests uh, we get weary we want to quit we complain and, and, and when you complain and when you get weary and when you have a desire to stop going forward because of your trials that shows a lack of trust and in actuality, it dis it displeases y'all. You know, it'll cause you not to receive the breakthrough. It'll cause you not to be able to enter into the rest or the promises because you don't believe. So I'm I'm just gonna give um some examples, read a few a little scripture, and I'm um, just just to help you to understand this. So listen to this. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start off with with Hebrews three, and um verse one. So therefore, brothers. Whom Yah has set apart, who share in the call from heaven, think carefully about Yeshua, whom we acknowledge publicly, publicly as Yah's emissary, and as Cohen Gadol, high priest. He was faithful to, to Yah, who appointed him, just as Moshe was faithful in all of Yah's house. But Yeshua deserves more honor than Moshe. Just as the builder of the house deserves more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but the one who built everything is Yah. Also, Moshe was faithful in all Yah's house as a servant giving witness to things Yah would divulge later. But the Messiah as son was faithful over Yah's house as we are that house of his. 
provided that we hold, listen, provided that we hold firmly to the courage and confidence inspired by what we hope for. Therefore, as the rural Kakodesh says, today, if you hear Yah's voice, don't harden your heart as you did in a bitter quarrel. On that day in the wilderness when you put Yah to the test, yes, your fathers put me to the test. They challenged me and they and they saw my work for 40 years. Therefore, I was disgusted with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray. They don't they they have not understood how I do things. In my anger, I swore that they would not enter my rest. Verse 12 says, Watch out, brothers, so that there would not be in any one of you an evil heart lacking trust, which could lead you to apostatize from the living Elohim. Instead, keep exhorting each other every day, as long as it is called today, so that none of you will become hardened by the seed of sin. For we have become sharers in the Messiah, provided, however, that we hold firmly to the conviction we begin with right through until the goal is reached. Now, where it says today, if you hear Yah's voice, don't harden your heart as you did in a bitter quarrel. Who were the people who, after they heard, quarreled so bitterly? All those whom Moshe brought out of Egypt. And with whom was Yah disgusted for 40 years? Those who sinned. Yes, they fell dead in the wilderness. And to whom was it that he swore that they would not enter his rest? Those who were disobedient. So we see that they were unable to enter because of lack of trust. So the Hebrew writer is talking about Yeshua HaMashiach. And, and he's talking about the salvation that's provided for us. And how he gave his life. And then he began to speak about uh, how Moses was faithful in all of Yah's house. But the people that Moses delivered, they could not enter into Yah's rest because of their lack of trust. And he's speaking about the, the bitter quarrel. So what bitter quarrel is he talking about? Well, well we're going to go to Numbers um, 13. And then, and then I'm, I'm going to read a little bit and we're going to begin to expound on that. So that we can understand what's going on. So Numbers 13 and I'm going, to, I'm going to start at uh, verse 25, Numbers 13 and 25, just to get on into, into the meat of it so we can understand. So Numbers 13 25 says, 40 days later, they returned from reconnoitering the land and went to Moshe, Aharon, and the entire community of the people of Israel at Kadesh in the Paran Desert, where they, where they brought back word to them and to the entire community and showed them the fruit of the land. What they told them was this. We enter the land where you sent us, and indeed it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. Let's push pause. They, t they, they tell Moses and Aaron, hey, we enter the land where you sent us, and yes, indeed, it does flow with milk and honey. Here's its fruit. So they're confirming that the word that Moses has given them was a true word. Now, remember, Moses was Yah's servant. He was the first mediator. Uh, of Yah. Moses is the first mediator and Yeshua is the second mediator. There's only two mediators ever on the planet and that's Moses and that's Yeshua HaMashiach. Now Moses had a responsibility. He delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt. 
by Yah's direction, by, by Yah's leading. And, and when Yah met Moses, he, he told him, he revealed himself to him. To him. He, 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 Moses is the individual that Yah first revealed his name to humankind through. He tells Moses, Yah is Yah, then he tells him, I am uh, uh, Yahuwah, or yud heh vav Yehovah. You know, and, and, and so so he, he reveals himself to Moses. So and he tells Moses how he's heard uh, of the groaning and complaining and the, and, and of the children of Israel, how, he, how he's seen uh, how their, their harsh treatment, and he's going to deliver them. He gives Moses a task to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. After Moses is given that task, uh, Yah does nine plagues, this is how I see it, nine plagues and one stroke, you know, um, and the stroke was the death stroke. And he, he he brings out the children of Israel out of Egypt. Through those nine plagues, the children of Israel see, they see um, the miracles, the signs, and the wonders. They, they they get to the Red Sea. They they experience Yah's deliverance when they fight when when they are attacked by from behind by by, by the Amalekites. They they have a victory uh, when when they're hungry. Uh, he provides manna. He provides quail. Um, also, he uh he uh he he gives he gives them water, um, a, a sweet water. Where water was bitter, and he also provides water from a rock, and he gives them also his word, his ten words, you know, and in the wilderness. So, so Yah has done great things for the children of Israel at this point. They've experienced his deliverance, and and every single time. They encounter a trial. They complain against Moshe. They grumble against Yah, and He always brings breakthrough. And, and and Moses is telling them that Yah is taking them to a place of flowing with milk and honey. Uh, that He's going to provide houses they didn't build, vineyards they didn't plant. He's going to expel the people of those lands, and He's going to bring Israel in the land. And, how, and He's going to do these things for them. So now we see that these these twelve. Uh, of men are sent out and they come back and 10 of them give a report they say hey yeah we go they brought back word to the community and they said what they told them was just we enter the land uh, where you send us and indeed it does flow with milk and honey here's his fruit so they confirm that what Moses had said to them through Yah was the truth but listen to this verse 28 however the people living in the land are fierce and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the Anakim there. A Amalek lives in the area of the Negev, and the Hitti and the Yavusi and the Amori live in the hills, and the Kanani live by the sea and along the Yarden. So, so they say, okay, we've seen this, but this. And they begin to speak doubt of all these people who... who who, who in their eyes are fierce. So 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 the adversary, I guess, or, or the adversary appears to the evil inclination and may begin to speak doubt. You know, that yeah, we saw this, but this is what's going on. So Caleb understanding what's going on, he speaks up in faith. He silenced the people around Moshe and said, We ought to go up immediately and take possession of it. There is no question that we can conquer it. But the here go the men, they fight back. But the men who had gone with him said, We cannot attack those people because 
They are stronger than we. And they spread a negative report about the land they had reconnoitered for the people of Israel by saying, the land we pass through in order to spy it out is a land that devours it, its inhabitants. And all the people who all the people we saw there were giant. We saw the Nephilim, the descendants of Anak, who was from the Nephilim to ourselves. We looked like grasshoppers by comparison. And we look that way to them. Now listen. <clears throat> they begin to complain and grumble. This is the bit of quarrel that's, that's, that's happening in the beginning of happening. When we're going to read a little more that the Hebrew writer is talking about. The, and, 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 and so they begin to complain because they begin to see out of their own eyes. Well, we can't defeat them. Well, listen, when you want to trust the most high. It's not about what you see or how you feel. It's really about what he says. But the thing here with Israel is they've experienced Yah's deliverance. They've seen the Red Sea part and Pharaoh and his army get drowned in it. They've experienced how they defeated uh, 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 when they were attacked from behind. They've experienced how Yah provided manna. They've experienced how he provided quail and water. So they know that Yah can move. They know that Yah does miracles. They know that he does exactly what he says. But again, here they are because of their own eyesight, what they see, what they think, how they feel. They can't make it. They even said, they even said, you know, hey, we look like grasshoppers by comparison and we look that way to them too. That's something that they're saying. They're defining themselves through the eyes of people. They don't know what, it, it doesn't matter what those people say. It, it, when you re, begin to read the scripture, we, we have an understanding that the nations around the children of Israel were afraid because they've heard about what Yah had done for uh, Israel. So, 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 but these men came back, you know, with a wicked report. And, and their report, <clears throat> by their report, it caused all the people to begin to cry out. Let's read Numbers 14, beginning at verse 1, because we got to read this to understand what's going on. Numbers 14, verse 1 said this, At this, all the people of Israel cried out in dismay and wept all night long. Moreover, all the people of Israel began grumbling against Moses and Aaron. The whole community told them, We wish we had died in the land of Egypt or that we had died here in the desert. Why is Yahuwah bringing us to this land where we will die by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will be taken as booty. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? And they said to each other, let's appoint a leader and return to Egypt. They begin to complain, you all. Listen, Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the entire assembly of the people of Israel. Yehoshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Yefuna, of Yefune, from the detachment that had returned to the land, tore their clothes and said to the whole community of Israel, The land we passed through in order to spy it out is an outstanding and good land. If Yahuwah is pleased with us, then he, will, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Just don't rebel against Yahuwah and don't be afraid of the people living in the land. We'll eat them up. 
Their defense has been taken away from them, and Yahuwah is with us. Don't be afraid of them. So then they're trying to warn people, hey, listen, we can take this land. Yahuwah is pleased with us. We can take this land. He's given to us. Just, just don't rebel against him. What is the rebellion against Yahuwah they're talking about? Not, not necessarily just to going back to Egypt, but to complain, the grumbling, the lack of trust. The lack of trust to Yah is rebellion. It's, it's a sin. See, we have, to, we have to have an understanding of what trust is. We have to, under, we have, to have an understanding of what trust is uh, from Yah's perspective. Yah gives us his word. Trust comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yah. So, so when Yah speaks to us, whatever it is, we have a responsibility to trust him. We got to believe him. We got to believe him in spite of how things look, in spite of how, how it feels. We have to believe him regardless to what's going on. Don't matter how you look in, in the eyes of anybody. Don't matter your circumstances. And when you don't believe him, it's a sin. Everything done outside of faith is a sin. Now, again, let me explain to you, and, and you hear me do this uh, often, is two types of sin. Sins committed intentionally and sins committed unintentionally or sins committed out of ignorance. An intentional sin is a sin you, you, you think about before you do. For example, stealing. You have to think about stealing before you steal. It's not something you do with the understanding of it's wrong. It's something that you do, excuse me, it's not something that you do without having an understanding that it's wrong, but it's something that you do with the understanding that, 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 that you should not do it. That's an intentional sin. A lack of trust is this, that Yah is telling the children of Israel how he's going to bless them, what he's going to do for them, and them complaining against what he says. Now, the children of Israel here are saying, man, we, we, we should have stayed in Egypt. We should have stayed in Egypt. Man, we, 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 we wish we had we died in the land of Egypt. <laughs> Or died in the wilderness. They say these things. Going against Yah's word. But look at this. Because I want to read something. I'm going to read, I'm going to read uh, this next paragraph. Verse 10 through verse 12. And then we're going to go back to Hebrews real quick. Uh, verse 10 says this. But the whole community. But just as the whole community. Were saying that they should, that they should be stoned to death. They, were getting ready, they wanted to kill Moses and Aaron and Said the, the glory of Yahuwah appeared in the tent of meeting to all the people of Israel, and Yahuwah said to Moshe, How much longer will how much longer is this people going to treat me with contempt? How much longer will they not trust me? Especially considering all the signs I have performed among them. I am going to strike them with sickness, destroy them, and make you a nation greater and stronger than they are. So y'all gets offended. It bothers him. He appears. He, he, he appears. He shows up. His glory. And he begins to speak. And he's ready to take everybody out because of their unbelief. 
Yah is a Yah of patterns. He doesn't change. If you don't trust in Yah, you're, that's unpleasing to him. And chances are, you will not receive what you believe he promised. And not only that, but he will punish. These people could not enter into Yah's rest because of their disobedience. Listen to this. Verse uh, Chapter 4, verse 1 of Hebrews says this. Therefore, let us be terrified of the possibility that even though the promise of entering his rest remains, any one of you might be judged to have fallen short of it. For the good news has also been proclaimed to us just as it was to them. But the message they heard didn't do them any good. Because those who heard it did not combine it with trust. For it, for it is we who have trusted who entered the rest. It, it is just as he said. And in my anger I swore that they would not enter my rest. He swore this even though his works. Listen. Even though his works has been in existence since the founding of the universe. For there is a place where it says concerning the seventh day, and Yah rested on the seventh day from all of his works. And once more, the present text says, they would not enter my rest. Listen, therefore, since it still remains for some to enter it, and those who received the good news earlier did not enter, he again fixes a certain day. What's that day today? Saying through David, and so long afterwards, in the text already given, today, if you hear Yah's voice, don't harden your heart. If you want to enter into Yah's rest. Now, now the Hebrew writer is talking about the Moshiach. And entering into that rest. Ceasing from your, your own works and entering into the rest of Yeshua. But it's got to be by faith. You got to believe in spite of what it looks like, in spite of how you feel. You can't harden your heart because things are not going your way. But you have to trust in Yah in spite of the circumstances. You got to be like Solomon said in Proverbs 3. It says, trust in Yah with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. But in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. But you have to trust in him and not lean to your own understanding. Let me, let, let's, let's go down. And um, I'm, start, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start at, um, at, uh, at, at Numbers 14 and 20. And, and, and look at this and read this right here. L l listen to this. Numbers 14 and 20 says this. Yahuwah answered, I have forgiven as you have asked. But as sure as I live, and the whole earth is filled with the glory of Yahuwah, none of the people who saw my glory and the signs I did in Egypt and in the desert yet tested me ten times and did not shema, listen to my voice with the intention to obey, because their hearts were hardened, says, will see the land I swore to their ancestors. None of those who treated me with contempt will see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had a different spirit with him and has fully followed me, 
Him will I bring into the land he entered, and it will belong to his descendants. Now listen, he said, my servant Caleb, who fully followed me. Caleb saw the same exact things, the same people, was in the same land, had the same experiences, ate some of the same fruit, came back along with the others. And he saw that Yah can give them the land. He saw that they would eat the people up, that they can defeat the people, and, and that Yah would give them the land, and he did not want to rebel against Yah. And because of his trust, he wasn't caught up on what it looked like, how it felt. He was believing the word of the Most High. He believed what Yah had told Moses. He believed that. And because of his trust, because of his belief in Yah's word, he was going to enter into that land. And we see that he did. We see in Joshua, when they went to the land, he got his mountain. He got what he what he got what Yah had promised. Now listen to this. Let's go back. to. We're going to start at verse 26 of Numbers. Uh, 14, 26 says this. Yahuwah said to Moshe and Aharon, How long am I to put up with this evil community who keep grumbling about me? I have heard the complaints of the people of Israel, which they continue to raise against me. Tell them this. As surely as I live, Yahuwah swears, as surely as you have spoken in my ears, I would do this to you. Your carcasses will fall in the desert. Every single one of you who were included in the census over the age of 20, you, you who have complained against me will certainly not enter the land about which I raised my hand to swear that I would give, that I would have you living live in it. Except for Caleb, at the son of uh, Yephunah, and Yehoshua, the son of Nun. But your little ones, who you said would be taken as booty, them I would bring in. They would know the land you have rejected. But you, your carcasses will fall in the desert. And your children will wander about in the desert for 40 years, bearing the consequences of your prostitutions until the desert eats up your carcasses. It would be a year for every day you spent Reconnoitering the land that you would bear the consequences of your offenses. 40 days, 40 years. Then you would know what it means to oppose me. I, Yahuwah, have spoken. I will certainly do this to the whole evil community who have assembled together against me. They will be destroyed in the desert and die there. All this happened because. They did not believe Yah. Yah is a Yah pattern. He doesn't change. He says he don't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I tell you this, I say this, that if we don't trust in him, we cannot enter into his rest. It doesn't please him. Hebrews 11 says this, that Hanok, Enoch, he had a testimony. Let me, let me just read it before I go back to um, uh, Hebrews um. For Hebrews 11 and 5 says this, By trusting, Hanok was taken away from this life without seeing death. He, he was not to be found because Yah took him away. For he had been attested, for he has, he has been attested as having been prior to having been taken away, well pleasing to Yah. And without trusting, without 
trusting it is impossible to be well pleasing to Yah because whomever approaches him must trust that he does exist and that he becomes a rewarder to those who seek him out. So we got to trust Yah. We can't be moved by what we see. We, this is Enoch's testimony. And I, I wanted to get to the point of his testimony said he was well pleasing. And without trust, you cannot please Yah. You want to please the Most High, you trust Him. Now, I know we have sicknesses that comes upon our body, but if Yah says He's going to heal you, you believe that. I know we have bills we got to pay, but if Yah says He's going to provide for you, you have to believe that. You know how you, you know why Abraham, our forefather, was able to say that Yahuwah provides or that, or, the, or, or that Yah provides or Elohim provides? He called that place uh, Adam and I would provide or Yahuwah, Yahweh, or some say the English word Jehovah Jireh. It was not done until he carried out the, the command that Yah had given him. It, Yah saw that Abraham would trust him. And so then he gave him a ram. And then Abraham said that Yah provides. So he sees you. He considers you when you operate in your trust. Let's, let's go to um, Genesis uh, 26. We'll go to Genesis 26. Yah provides. This is Yah talking. This is Yah talking to, to um, Isaac. So we're going to go to Genesis 26. And we're going to start at verse uh, 4. Excuse me now. Sorry. We're going to start at verse 3. It says this. Stay in the land and I will be with you and bless you. Because I will give, I will give all these lands to you and to your descendants. I will fulfill the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. And I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give all these lands to your descendants, and by your descendants, all the nations of the earth will bless themselves. Now listen, this is what I want to get to. Verse 5 says this. All this is because Abraham heeded what I said and did what I told him to do. He followed my misvotes, my commands, my regulations, and my teachings. So Yah is blessing Isaac because Abraham obeyed him. Yah will bless your seed through your trust. He'll bless you. He provides through your trust. But you got to believe him. I know it gets rough sometimes. Sometimes the rubble does meet the road. But we got to believe the most high. We got to trust him. Have the mind of Yeshua HaMashiach. What, what mind was that? He says, oh my father, if it's at all possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will. Yet not my will, but let your will be done. Yeshua saw he was facing death. He understood what was before him. He knew what he had to go through. And he didn't want to experience the bitter cup. But he didn't crumble. He didn't complain. He didn't say he wished he would have died in Egypt. He didn't say, oh, no, this ain't fair. He said, not my will be done. 
Well, let your will be done. So we have to have that same mindset that we have to deny our own self-interest and believe Yah in spite of and not respond like those in a bitter quarrel who harden their hearts against the word of Yah. Because of what because of what somebody told him. We look like grasshoppers. They'll beat us up. We ain't gonna make it. Don't matter about the about the giants over there. Don't mind about how big they are. Don't matter who lives here and who over there by the sea and who down in and by the gale. None of that none of that matters. What matters is what y'all told you. You may go through it and it may seem like a cold place. It may seem like everybody leaves you. It may seem like nobody wants to be with you and no one believes in you and, and, and everybody has forsaken you. But listen, don't allow that to stop you. Don't get bitter. Don't get weary in doing well. But trust in the Most High in spite of how things look. We're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by how we feel. But we should be moved by our trust in Yah, so we believe Him, Amen. We're gonna to go to our, our last, our, our our last couple of paragraphs. We're gonna end. Hebrews four twelve says this. It says, "See, the word of Yah is alive. It is at work, and it is sharper than any double edged sword, and it cuts right through to where soul meets spirit and joint meets marrow, and it and it is quick to judge the inner reflections and the attitudes of the heart." Before Yah, nothing created is hidden, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must render an account. So therefore, listen, therefore, since we have a great Kohen Gadol, a great high priest, who has passed through to the highest heaven, Yahshua, the son of Yah, let us hold firmly to what we acknowledge as true. For we do not have a high priest, a Kohen Gadol, unable to empathize with our weaknesses, since in every respect he was tempted just as we are. The only difference being that he did not sin. Therefore, let us confidently approach the throne from which Yah gives grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace in our time of need, Yeshua didn't sin. He did not decide against Yah's promises. He didn't stop. He didn't. He, he didn't complain. He did not step outside of his trust. But he went through and did what Yah had told him to do. He the command. He gave his own life. He shed his own blood, so that there would be remissions of sin. He endured the, the, the lashes. He endured the thorn on his head. He endured the nails in his hands and in his feet. He endured the, 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 the death on a, a, an execution stake because of his trust in the Most High. So we have to understand these things and we have to know that we can walk in our trust. If you feel weary, pray. Seek his face. Cry out to him. Not in complaining, but Yah, I love you. I need your strength. I need you to hold me up, to help me walk in confidence, to help me walk in truth, to not get weary. I believe what you told me, and I refuse to quit. Thank you, Yah, for being so good to me. Romans 8 chapter said that we have not received a spirit that leads us back into bondage, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry out, Abba. So cry out, Abba, to your father, and he'll respond to you. Hallelujah. 
So that's all I wanted to, to, to tonight to just to share with you all. Be encouraged. Be strong in Yah and in the power of his might. Don't get weary in doing well, but hold on to his strength, to the power that he gives us. He gives us the Ruach HaKodesh. He gives us his word. Let's not harden our hearts. Let's not close our eyes to the word. Let's not turn a deaf ear. No, let's trust his word. Listen, listen to me. Yes, turn a blind eye to what you're going through. And I'm meaning don't allow what you're going through to deceive you, cause you to sin, and make you quit. But ask Yah to help you to go forward, not get weary in doing well, and to persevere and to overcome. Because you are an overcomer, and he is the truth. Hallelujah. Yah, we thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Yah, for your loving kindness and your goodness. We praise you for being so good to us. Yah, I ask you to help us to stand strong in you, to walk in your trust, to enter into that rest, to be faithful in, with, to you, to, to not get weary in doing well, to love on you and, 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 and show our love toward you through our obedience, Yah. So we praise you. We thank you for being so good to us. We continue to ask for forgiveness of our sins and mercy and just, just to help us to be diligent and love you as, as you command, Yah, and to trust in you in Yahshua's name. Hallelujah. Shalom, everyone.